Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. More on them in a bit. All right, welcome back, every everyone, to the Anime Versal Reviews podcast. I am one of your your hosts today, tonight, whenever whenever you're you're listening, Kyle, uh, and I am joined by one of our other hosts, Brock Brian. What's up, bud? Hey, man. Uh, Christine is, uh, let's let's say, uh, chicken chickening out. Uh, I'm just gonna be upfront with you guys. She chickened out. She she heard about what we wa- wanted to talk about, and she kind of got scared, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, we're you know no Doctor Stone this week, guys. We we had that feeling last week. Um, I mentioned last week how the uh, episode eleven had just just hit the sub on on Crunchyroll and. Um, we're waiting on you know episodes ten and eleven for for the dub side, and so this this week uh, after you know a week of of discovery re rediscovery and and YouTube content creator uh, consumption, I wanted to kind of do, do something a little different. You always see these conversations about like the the golden age of anime or when anime was saved the first time the 10th time and the 20th time and you see all these um uh breakdown videos and all that but one thing i i think that gets missed out that that a lot of people touch on brian and and maybe you might have seen some different things but everyone gets really like personal with it and talks about you know the anime that hooked them which we've done done but i don't think there's a, quite enough discussions at taking a look at what it was like to experience the the pop culture rise and 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 fall and and re- resurrection of of anime like like those of us that are you know 33ish and, and older uh what do you think yeah <laughs> just, just yeah yeah no i mean um it it's it's a very different type of medium and and something that had its its uh its rise 
but it it's even as as popular as it got, it was still a like a a giant subculture. You you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it wasn't until from for me and I and I lived in many many places uh, in my youth. The word anime, I didn't. It wasn't even really talked about until I would say the very end of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like like into where you could say it, and most people would be like, "Oh, I know what that is." Yeah, um, and the yeah uh, the the um like ninety eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the tsunami. very end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah de- definitely. Uh, you and I had a unique upbringing, and I, I always bring this up <laughs> to people. You know, the the whole ar- army brats side of things. Um, it, it's it's kind of unique because I, I I remember you know getting bullied for for liking certain things at, at certain ages it was like the younger we were the more like civilians our peers were but the the older we got and the closer to high school and in, into into high school our uh the the groups that we had pretty much left each other alone alone but by then we had all found you know our 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 cliques, our groups, our our whatever you want to call, and our group just happened to have you know people that were were into anime, and we had drama geeks and jocks and and all sorts of people that that hung out with us. But out in the civilian world, uh, the way I understand it, it it's not quite the the same. Up into their high school days, they were getting bullied. I don't remember getting bullied in high school for that much, right? No, Do you? <laughs> no. And, and like you said, growing up on you know different army bases, especially if you were in, on in school on a base, it was a lot more. Um, the groups were more blended just because everybody is constantly moving, and so everyone sort of fits in with everyone because that's just sort of what you have to do. So you're right. A lot of the different groups just were all somewhat one. And I had experienced school outside of that those circles, and it is a little different. There are certain groups that literally hang off <laughs> with their side, as opposed to everybody sort of hanging out together. Yeah. Um, so, I, from my point of view, that's true. Oh yeah, Abs- absolutely. Um, and it sucks because, like I said, I can remember getting bullied for things earlier in in life it was just by high school for like brian said we've moved around shit i did three different high schools and none of them because i got got in trouble you know all literally because of zip codes and and moving and and stuff and um it's it's a a different life and once you you get to high school you're you're basically fed up with all the bs for the most part and and you're just like i want the friends that I want, I've discovered who I am and I'm going to carry on. And that that's what we did. And anime was a b- big part of part of it. Cause like Brian said, we, the time time period we grow up the late nineties, you know, we're, we're uh, ending middle school and getting into high school and uh, tsunamis there cables, satellite TVs commonplace you know it's relatively inexpensive now you know cartoon network is no longer what your rich uncle or rich grandparent had you know (laughs) yeah and um you you've got this this huge awakening in the in the in the 90s um not just from tsunami but even something a little bit before that 
the rental place, Brian. Um, you know, a lot of pe- people get their first taste of anime with things like Speed Racer, Voltron, you know, uh, uh, um, ba- Battle of the Planets, Gachaman, um, things that were brought over and spliced together here, here in America. And, um, some people continued on to take that into the, the rental place. And that's where they discovered their ghost in the shell, their Yu Yu Hakusho, their, their Akira and stuff like that, that, and then a few years later, you know, Tsunami and the same thing, just a few young, few, few years younger or older going to those same rental places and discovering, even newer, newer stuff because tsunami's making it popular, and that you got you got some very sly businesses that see, yeah, it's a subculture. It's not the biggest, but holy fuck, these are some dedicated, dedicated fans, you know. Yeah, because uh, you know, like you, Speed Racer and stuff like that. Like I was aware of them, but I didn't really necessarily know. Oh, that's from another country <laughs> like yeah i really didn't understand it tsunami what was so important because they were coming out and saying yeah hey guys <laughs> check this out it's really cool and it's from japan and like that was that was their whole thing and, and the video store was the key to everything not just anime horror comedy mm-hmm. you name it because you would you know walk in that store everything was sectioned off uh i rem- you know the anime section, I remember discovering it and just being like, ooh, what is all this? And what was really <laughs> cool in the 90s is that it, because it was animated, typically you could just hand it to a parent and they would just rent it. Didn't know what it was. Um, I, that, in my case, that happened several times. Now, my dad was the type, he didn't, he wouldn't have given a shit, even right. if he knew what it was. My mom, on the other hand, different story. <laughs> but, you know, they see cartoons. And it, it's so funny because... The thought of a, a cartoon that's like you know adult was was sort of weird, and, and yeah. in some ways it still is outside of comedy. Like you, something like Family Guy, and even The Simpsons, going back to the you know late eighties, early nineties. Okay, we understand that in the U.S. comedy, adult animation, but the idea of something like no, a, just a straight up drama or mm-hmm. an action thing or a horror thing that was very new, and in like I said, in some ways still to this day a little. Um, foreign <laughs> yeah. if you will to to american audiences yeah uh i mean there's no de- denying that the the people like you and i uh and and even people a little bit older of, of course those those of the um youngest of gen x you know and the oldest millennials um those are people that are making shit now that are that are uh uh artists that are you know um uh illus- illustrators computer computer animation uh and they're now in powerhouse studios making castle castlevania which everyone looks at and goes this looks and feels very anime but yet it doesn't look like anime what's go- going on here and it's cuz you've You've had so much exposure to anime tropes, as in like the way characters move, uh, the way action is is done in in a lot of a- anime, but yet you you have this heavily Western influence on the character designs uh, overall, except for those strangely anime type face faces, and I I think that's one of the really cool things is to see that. Um, 
see that in influx of of the pe- people growing up with it getting to to finally start making some of this stuff you know in castlevania is a, is a great example of that because like you said he, here's a here's an animated series that's very adult oriented r-rated type material um not only for the graphic violence and the the adult content but all it's it's a drama and there's a lot yeah. of you know you know adult storytelling in it but here's something that's based off of a japanese video game series Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, some of the aesthetics has that, that flavor, but no, this is an American production through and through. And so it, um, it, it's sort of that cool hybrid and, and I, I hope more productions like that come out of the U S yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta give powerhouse some, some props on their, their masters of the universe art. And the fact oh, yeah. that it looks nothing like <laughs> Castlevania, like I, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna uh, say I would have been upset if it had been darker looking or something. But no, like Kevin Smith and 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 uh, uh, Mark and and uh, I'm always afraid it's pronounced it's Bernardin, right? Bernardin, right? Yeah, I think think um, their Masters of the Universe dude is every bit as bright and colorful as as you would ex- expect, but it looks so good. So crisp, so cl- clean. I don't even like he man and I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I want a trailer so bad. Like I after seeing the images, I'm like, okay, I heard the theme song. I've seen some images. I've seen the toys. Show me a damn trailer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there, there was one little issue in the 80s, well, in, in the 90s, for us 80s, 90s kid, kids gr- growing up with this this anime and g- getting into it. And that was uh, the younger kids getting in, into it for, for us. I, I can remember uh, being just just young enough slash old enough to be into Pokemon for a year, year or two. Uh, and you are a year, year older than me, and you missed out on it pretty much completely, which means you missed out on one of the best RPGs ever, uh, honestly, in, in the original two games. <laughs> yeah, that comes up so often with every group of friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, I didn't play Pokemon. They're like, how? I was like, I just didn't. I, it was around me. I saw it. I was very aware of it. Yeah. But I never, never got into it. What, what a, what a difference a year makes you know because <laughs> yeah. i i know da- damn well uh uh our mutual friends matt and larry are both we're both ah, into it <laughs> and, absolutely. and and they're just you know a few few months older than than me you know so oh um yeah uh that kind of started grading on on people because you had this huge influx of really kiddish your your digimon pokemon copycats your your um cartoon network uh uh trying to trying to you know p- pump out actiony t- type stuff like reboot and th- things like that trying to look for not necessarily anime like we we think of it but looking for different a- aesthetics to to bring people over um and you you get this um almost an oversaturation for like re- really kitty stuff, uh, the 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 Gundam stuff is starting to go go away. Dr- Dragon Ball is still there. The the Midnight Run starts towards the early two thousands, late late nineties, where you get your your uncut Gundam wing and 
Um, I know Gundam's a huge de- deal for you, man. What was it? What was it like for you getting to see um, the uncut stuff and being aware of like Midnight Run and things like that? Oh, that that was it was great. Uh, I used to watch it twice a day. <laughs> You know, there was that period because they would air it, you know, after school hours and then they'd air it again at midnight uncut. And I would I would literally watch Gundam Wing twice a day. Uh, I think it was four or five days a week. I can't remember if, it, if they changed the schedule on Fridays. I know at one point they did, but I don't mm-hmm. really remember the exact schedules. I loved all that stuff. Um, and it, it, when it ended, I remember when it ended, when Toonami went away and when just all of that dropped off and then I don't want to I'm not I'm not going to bash other anime there's a no. specific one I want to bring up <laughs> but I remember when Naruto came out yeah <laughs> and and I and I look I know people that love it to death and yeah. I, I completely respect that and, and it, it is cool it, it, some parts that I've seen of it <laughs> but I remember when it came out for me it it was like ah, Dragon, Dragon Ball Z you know it, mm-hmm. I, I grew up on Dragon Ball Z and so for me, and I understand there's a lot more depth with a lot of the relationships and stuff within Naruto, but I, I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't willing to give it a chance at that time. Yeah. And so I, that was a roughly that period where I was just sort of dropped out of anime to a degree. And because I remember, I remember when it was blowing up and it was a big deal, but it never really um, hit with me. Yeah. That, that early 2000s is, is that, you know, peak of what some consider a golden a age um and it's almost like the 2000s were filled with many golden ages because you 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 had your diehard naruto toe fans and then you had your diehard bleach fans and your diehard full metal alchemist fans. i gave I bleach a chance and it felled me so I could, I, and i, I, I will go on either. record saying <laughs> no to bleach yeah, I couldn't do, do it either. Inuasha was was there, and even that was getting super fucking annoying. Well, and... After a hundred episodes, or however many I watched, <laughs> I was like, yeah. "All right, guys." I think that is. I think that is tr- truly the the only show I can say tr- made it wholly past the three episode rule, and. And I don't. And Brian and I are both TV and and movie fanat- fanatics. Um, so the three three episode rule is something I did with, done with TV, like even before, and after, and did during an anime. But I think Inuash is like the only one where I'm just I'm done after like 30, 40 episodes. I'm I'm don't care. <laughs> I'll see something like six months later and be like, huh, okay. Oh, they haven't done sh- shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny it, you know I'm, it's i'm glad you mentioned in inuyasha because it was probably one of the last animes back then that i invested time in mm-hmm. i think it was one of the last ones where i sort of like i said i dropped out for several years and just sort of i saw the genre i knew what was coming out but i, I wasn't actively watching it right yeah no that makes that makes you know per- perfect sense um it was also a time where American studios were trying to pump out stuff. Like I, I mentioned uh reboot Co- code Lyoko, but you also had a few things like teen Titans and, and boondocks coming out in the uh, 2000s, early 
uh, to to mid two two thousands, and I can remember reading Boondocks in the comic strip, like legit for like a couple of years, I think, reading that uh uh in in the news newspapers and really digging it, and to see it get p- picked up from the 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 newspaper strip to uh adults swim and once again cartoon network tsunami a- anime adult uh, adults swim coming in for this really really cool thing for uh an american that grew up with anime who had a lot to, to say about society and used the the most diverse and brilliant uh uh medium in the in the world next to maybe comic books to do it and i i loved it what what were your opinions on on seeing american studios do anime with like teen titans and boondocks yeah and both of those are really interesting teen titans being geared towards sort of a teen and young adult audience um, but having a little more edge to it, you know, and, and it very well told story. And then Boondocks literally coming also from the pages of, of like you said, comic strips, um, being edgy, ha- ha- having something to say and and doing it very well. Um, I was a fan of both of those shows. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that I- idea of everyone latching latching on to because like you said we we were guilty of it we kind of gate kept it kind of became elitist at assholes about you know what what was required to to like anime and when you, you saw that people didn't want to be a part of that anymore like you said you just kind of dropped out of it not necessarily like out of anger or, or anything but it was just like what was being brought over just didn't a- appeal to to us it was almost Kind of like being a Star Wars fan now, like <laughs> they they wanted the new people and the and the old fans didn't matter very, very much anymore. Is that kind of did you kind of get that feeling from at least the the stuff that we could get ac- access to over here? Yeah, <laughs> because even there was a period where I was ignoring Gundam uh, heavily, and there were a lot of stuff they were putting out that I was just like I don't care. I, it took me quite a while for to watch Double O. Like Double O had come out. This was a little later, but Double O had come out. I had heard about it, and I was like, nah, I'm, I'm done with Gundam for now. I'll go back and watch the old stuff. And then it was a huge problem with, was it G or C? C? G. G. <laughs> um, and then they even did the SD Gundam. Stupid. Yeah, the... the kid Gundam thing. But it was after season two of Double O had come out, and I just kept reading, oh, it's, it's worth it. And I finally I sat down and binged uh, both seasons, and was like, whoa. I can't believe I almost missed out. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, there were there was a lot of things coming out that just was not interesting me. Even up until a handful of years ago, you know, there was a couple shows where I, people just kept saying, "Watch it, watch it." And I gave it a couple episodes, you know, and I was just like, "No, <laughs> no." Just didn't have just didn't have that that same feel. But I I had quite the the same thing you know every now and then there there would be something new uh larry larry or someone would you know really really insist on like he really insisted on attack on on titan and you know that's way way later than what we're talking about uh and now but yeah i i can remember feeling the same but it never stopped me from go 
going back and, and watching what I what I had seen and what I what I did like, you know, I, I had some bigger anime like uh Full Metal Alchemist, which was like fifty four, fifty five five episodes, I think. Uh the original before Brotherhood. And and I had shorter things like the Tenchi Moyo OVA and uh things in the middle like the T- Tenchi Universe uh series. I'm saying I liked Tenchi, so um yeah. Uh, Tenshi in Tokyo was good, good too. Um, I didn't like Ten- Tenshi GXP. What's your opinion on T- Tenshi, Brian? <laughs> I've not watched nearly as much as you, sir. <laughs> I will, I will say this. I was ta- talking to Christine about, um, harem anime and, and th- things like that. And I was like, you know, Tenshi's a, a different take on harems because here you you your your main protagonist first off he's not a he's not a complete lo- loser he's a little o- awkward but he's not a co- complete loser he's a good good guy a- and he's studying to be a shinto priest and he has no interest in these in pursuing these these girls himself it's not like lo- love hina it's not like uh uh el hazard or 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 any other thing that I could th- think of it it's completely di- different in that sense of harem anime you know what I'm saying yeah like I watched like I said I have watched some <laughs> yeah um I was a big Ryoko fan but <laughs> um but yeah no it, it was good I, I now what was the last one you the cop one? GXP the cop yeah. yeah 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 I remember I remember seeing that and considered checking it out and I, I never did yeah but I was wasn't a fan, and then they had the war on G- Jiminon, which is like trying to do Escaflone meets Tenchi, and no, <laughs> just <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, uh, that that was also one of the coolest things about I would say the that transition period in the in the two thousands with those rental stores uh, was them getting ac- access to to a lot more uh, m- mature things and and movies and. The movies, man. You think of your your Miyazaki films. You know your your Spirited Away in like what was that two thousand four, two thousand three ish, I think. And um, you start thinking back on when you saw Ghost in the Shell and Akira and how di- different um Spirited Away looked versus uh um uh Howl's Moving Castle or or uh Ponyo or Totoro and and uh. I never quite while I didn't consume much new, I never gave up what I what I had already had. Did you ever stop watching c- completely? Um I might yeah, sort of but not like consciously. Uh, there was definitely a period where I just wasn't really watching any, but it wasn't like oh, I'm done with anime. Yeah. And like I said when it came to Gundam, it's one of those things where I may take a year off, but I'm, I always go back and watch. I'll watch Char's Counterattack. You know, I've seen it a million times, or mm-hmm. go watch some of the old old UC stuff, or Eat Wing again. Mm-hmm. Um, now Double O because I'm quite fond of it. But um, in terms, like I remember when this is later, but when uh, Unicorn started, that was the first. That was that was one of the first sort of more recent. Uh, it's been several years, but more recent things where I got excited again because I remember seeing a trailer to it and like, oh mm-hmm. shit! And, and each film, it took forever for them all to come out. I think it was six total, and each time one would drop, I would be scrambling trying to figure out how to how to watch it. Mm-hmm. And 
but yeah, there was definitely a break where I just wasn't watching any. With with that and seeing, because you got another unique perspective that I don't have, and that's that Brian works with with kids. You know, he works with school age kids and and young young teens at a youth center type setting. You got to hear all their their discussions and and things like that. So, kind of t- take us through after high school, Brian, up and up until you know, like 2010, 2011. What was it like hearing a bunch of twelve year olds talk about the, <laughs> their anime like we did? At that period, uh, the two things I heard most about were uh, Naruto and Yu Gi Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I, as someone who has never played Yu-Gi-Oh! and or watched it, I know a lot about it. (laughs) And I've seen, I I, I used to do tournaments, um, would host tournaments with with young, like you said, with middle school and teens. And I was all, it was, like I said, and maybe that was another reason I just sort of dropped out of it for a while, is I I was being surrounded by a lot of it that I didn't care for. And it was literally part of my job. It was my day to day. I was constantly around it. And I was like, I don't care. So it, it, oddly, it became it's your way of telling me you quit. <laughs> it, well, it became like work. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was actually work, and it was stuff I really didn't care for all that much. Um, I never thought of that until now. <laughs> but I think that might that might have fed into it um, a little bit. But th- yeah. those were the two big ones, and they flashing for in the last several years. When My Hero Academia came out, or a Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Attack on Titan, stuff like that. That that was the point where you know they were like, "Hey, check this out," and I would you know go watch some of it and be like, "Yeah, it was pretty cool." Mm-hmm. Being able to have a back and forth with it, but back in the Yu Gi Oh days, no, I was just like, "Fuck, I don't care." <laughs> but they love you know, it, you know. So it's 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 kind of funny. Um, I'd be remiss if I I didn't mention the the youtuber that legitimately in, inspired this co- conversation like i said just fucking watching a ton of videos and that's uh gigak from uh well from the his own channel it used to be called anime anime's zone and he also is one of the the hosts over on the um tr- trash taste podcast and he works with uh joey the, the anime man which anyone that's ever even typed in the word anime <laughs> into youtube has has at least seen one of Joey's videos. You've seen at least one of Joey the Anime Man's videos before t- today, Brian, right? Yes. <laughs> and um, uh, Gigguk is is the same, but he, he's got this different style. He did uh, really deep breakdowns of a lot of things with really good comedy flair. And um, hearing him talk was kind of like uh, getting to hear what you you heard because he was one of those that was you know hooked on naruto and and i just i couldn't get into to that hype for those shows like you said they're just kind of not not in your your wheelhouse maybe you're you're too old for whatever but um that subculture it never really went away like i said it's it's like an age of constant golden ages and 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 anime is saved by this show show or that show because it just happened to be a little bit more mature than naruto or or bleach you know it was getting back to it it started guiding kids back to to, tsunami being a a nighttime thing you know what i'm saying yeah i I tell you this is interesting i i when it specifically with naruto my 
tattooist <laughs> who's <laughs> actually older than me mm-hmm. was a big fan. And I, we used to always, I would always mess with him because he, <laughs> he would, you know, he's, he loved it. He was all about it and, and a huge fan, but I'd be like, really? <laughs> but he, yeah, he was, he, he was all about it. Of course, I didn't want to talk too much shit because yeah. he tattoos me. So yes. <laughs> but, and that's one of the that's one of the rules, people. Rule number one is, of course, Kyle's always right. Rule number two is, uh, don't don't fuck with you know your the people that provide you <laughs> certain services, uh, including something like tattoo work, uh, hospital people, feet, food workers, and things like things like that. That, um, yeah, I, it's 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 such a cool thing to kind of grow up past that because at that same time uh just just at the end of the 2000s you you have the mcu coming out and uh the big dc and marvel comic book war of the 2000s is at a at its like um marvel tidal wave with you know post civil war and the and like i said the mcu coming out it's it's like this time to to get on to to new new things get into to different things and and watch uh watch an- another medium that i had g- grown up with um get its its uh day in the lime- limelight of uh, which it still has but like i i said that that subculture of anime fans ne- never went away there kept being new new shows new new kids crunchy roll and and Funimation start coming around all your uh uh video stores that you know even start going out of out of business you still have things like movie stop and borders and and things which are bringing in dubbed anime out out the ass and and the prices aren't as as bad as the days of like sun coast brian do you remember trying to get flcl oh, on blue on D, or D, dvd the, well, let's talk for a second about that sure there was, there was that era you're right there was that era where anime was so insanely priced like even the thought of buying it you were just like no because you'd be like, oh, you get three episodes, but it's like ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, Suncoast was was the worst. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Borders Fuck, well, yeah. Borders was questionable as well as far as, far as some of the prices that yeah. that ended. I forget. I don't know what year that ended, but there was that period where my god, the the pricing was ridiculous. Now it's insane. You can look it up, and it's like buy all of Trigun for twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> you know the uh uh the first three sagas from from dbz uh for for 60 dollars. you know i was like damn yeah. damn dudes like uh we got like i remember matt trying to collect the vhs c- cassettes just for like the cell saga was a fucking arm and a leg <laughs> yeah um uh yeah it it was it was a terrible t- time in that sense and but people look they they turned to peer to peer sharing services, uh, FT, FTPs and things things like that too. You had your your news groups and hotline and and all the um, uh, uh, Napster cl- clones. What were those? Lime Lime Wire. Yeah, that was that was one. Uh, that was one. Um, and I'm you know. Not gonna lie, I was guilty of buying anime on eBay. I didn't know it was pirated. It came in a box and sealed. I thought it was legit. 
I want to um, say I bought Helsing and it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> if I recall. Yeah. You know, I, but legitimately, I did not know any any better. Like you said, we just, we saw these ridiculous prices and then somebody's selling it on online and they're claiming to have imported it, you, you know, versus an American studio uh, uh, distributing, distributing, you know. Uh, but it was nice, nice to see that ending as I could get back in into anime in in the uh uh twenty teens and and beyond, uh which I guess we can talk about after a word from our sponsors over at, at Grow Generation. Uh take take it away. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to ww growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Alright, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the episode. Make sure you guys check out Grow Generation in in the link below. Uh, It's where the pros go to grow. Um, The 2010s and the 20-teens, Brian, there's that that whole, like I said, the the subcultures there. You you've got these these little individual shows that that come out. Manga starts really picking up during this time. I would say it, it's still not huge in, in America, but you start seeing it more in kids' hands, right? It absolutely. Uh, uh, you start seeing it, yeah. And, and yeah. comic shops, uh, the comic shop I used to to frequent. Uh, before it went under, like every comic shop seems to be, <laughs> um, you Go could support your local comic shops, people, please. <laughs> yeah, they have so few, man. They're they're dying off, and the the one I used to go to, in fact, did that very thing, died off. But you could order. Uh, he he would order. Um, he could get any manga you wanted, mm-hmm. and, and and the one I started. Uh, I'm a big Berserk fan, mm. um, and so. Being able to at that time, I was like, "Oh shit, I can I can actually catch up <laughs> and, and read it," you know. And it it was crazy. Now, obviously, with the internet, it's like, "Yeah, I can read as much as I want." Yeah, <laughs> but but at that point, um, that was more difficult to find even there. So, ordering the physical books was really cool. But yeah, kids, young people, um, it just became more more easy easy to access. Yep. Now. I didn't get the experience of, you know, the the seeing what the teenagers were were into, but I was in the R- army and I got to see what the young adults were into. You know, I had 18, 19-year-old soldiers under under my 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 uh that were my my subordinates and um it was so cool to see again um first off, you, you know, the the military the the most diverse em- employer in 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 the United States in the world the United States military takes personnel from all over the the world God Brian how many of our friends have you know a mom or a d- dad from a foreign country you, you know <laughs> like oh, yeah. hell that's part of how I I discovered anime was was the fact one of my close friends in middle school his his dad had mar- married his his mom in in, in Japan, you know, he he was half American, half half Japanese, and um, we we got we got that, but that continued on in, into these. And the one thing I noticed about manga, and I want to know, was it at the same time in in the kids? I think that's when you really started seeing 
more females getting into to but both manga and anime. Like I saw manga in more female hands than male hands, but it slowly like equilibrialized on both sides, the the anime and manga side. I would say by the twenty tens, uh it would be over fifty percent female okay. th- that I was seeing, uh, even in, even now. Um, it is you know, it's, it's a little bit of everyone, but no, it, a lot of definitely very popular yeah. um, with girls. Very, very much, very much so on that on that manga side, which did help bring them over to the to the um uh anime's side, and I I would say. This time time period is where some of the best stuff ended up be, being created, but slept on. And um, you start thinking about movies and things. You start thinking, oh God, how many times has a, an American outlet written the words the next uh, Ghibli or or next Miyazaki? And and it's like, look, you guys have already said that about uh, um. Uh, uh, Shinkai and uh, Hosada like multiple times in the in the same same outlet like for for the same for for movies from the same directors, and um, I I like that that it gets gets to to grow and and that the film idea ekes into the subconscious of America because you start seeing the live action anime attempts in in the in the west and it's not necessarily like those all all work out but fuck dude we got theatrical releases for things like weathering with you because of how great your name did in in 2016 that's a huge deal because both of those are just fucking dramas with a supernatural twist that you could you could easily watch on on American screens any any other year uh, up in, up until that p- point, but now for, for the for the first time, really, um, we're looking at you know uh, um, Osada's ne- next film, uh, the uh, de- uh, the the what is it, the Dragon and the uh, Freckled Princess, that Bell movie. Um, we're we're looking at that getting a, a decent theatrical release. You you look at D- Demon Slayer slaying the the theat- theaters here in, in in the west brian i mean a a, a silent voice uh, you, you, your n- name um uh 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 girl that led through time all of those uh is is disney's reign supreme of 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 kid only animation o- over in the big screens maybe uh, demon slayer is this is significant. I think this will be remembered for changing things in some ways. You're right. It's not the first and the others have paved its way, but finally, you know, we're looking at comic to manga cells, you know, they're, they're blowing, they're blowing up over there. Mm-hmm. Um, their animes are, are, are massively popular all over the world. And, and one thing that is really cool about anime and it's something I've embraced a lot more uh, the older I've gotten is, it there it's it's so there's so many different genres within it it's mm-hmm. not just a thing and, and that's something that i think the uh, western audiences are finally figuring out oh if i if you're just into a little romance shit we got that if you're into the demon gory stuff we got that horror we got that teen drama we got they got everything 
ping pong, it, sport. It, dude, I, I saw a, one about farming, and I watched a couple episodes and was getting There's into dictionary it. writing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. I, I, I know it, it's there. There's so much, um, so many options, and, and I would say over the last handful of years, which you know what we're working up to in this discussion, when I'm rediscovering anime and, and just seeing not only what all the new stuff is, but going back to some of the stuff I missed and even older, um, I, there's a hunger for something new. Hollywood. Um, like you said, didn't Disney animation, whatever you want to call it. There's, there's become a staleness in the air mm-hmm. with entertainment. I, this is my opinion within it's as far as us produced stuff outside of a few things. There are always exceptions, Yeah, but for the I most part, we'll say the mainstream stuff, it's getting a little stale. And so everybody's looking what, what is out there? And we're seeing it in Japan. We're seeing it, um, across the sea. <laughs> there is interesting stuff out there. And I, and I think, you know, like you said, what what we're seeing with Demon Slayer's success is uh, signs of things to come, I think. That's ex- exciting. It, it, it re- re- really, I don't, I don't even know if people under, understand why it's exciting. And I'll point again to Powerhouse and fucking yes. Castlevania. That's why it's exciting, guys. You're, again, you're talking about a whole genera- generation of people that are, that are, in control of these industries and not just from America that were in, inspired, but the same, you know, Gen Xers, uh, youngest X slash old, older m- millennials are, are the manga writers and the anime animators and directors and writers and, and stuff in Japan and other, other countries r- right now, you know, that's, that's them. They're, 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 they're getting, to to create this stuff and they the thing about a- anime just like comic book books and what what allows it to show so 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 much um uh uh different genres is literally because it just shows you li- life yeah whether it's it's escapism or not not everything in anime is based on like legit li- life experience experiences and and reactions and um films are a great way to introduce older people that that may have missed out on it on an awakening type journey in anime um manny my co-host over on lr mornings you guys can find on youtube please hit that red subscribe button if you haven't follow us on the podcast network um he liked a few movies, but he can't get into to shows. Uh, and that's why, again, that's exciting. Because if you can get into the movie, then I got a, I got a short OVA for you. And if you can watch five episodes, four episodes of an, uh, of an OVA or t- two, then I've got a short series for you that's only 20. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can walk somebody into... A full blown multi season anime, <laughs> if I can yeah. get them into a mo- movie, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times, you know, when you say anime, people have a very specific <laughs> idea of what it is, and it's like, <sighs> yeah, and it's like, no, no, there's there's thing, there's a lot more. Like I said, it's not just a th- one specific thing, um, but also what you were talking about earlier in terms of the. It, it inspiring or its success inspiring um, American 
production studios to do different things. That's a great thing too. I know you, I don't think you were into the uh, airbender series. No. Uh, Avatar last Stand, airbender or core. I, I was, I, I watched both those series uh, into in their entirety was a huge fan of them. And was like, wow, this is at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, this is really cool. And look look at what they're doing here. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, um, seeing that, you know, okay, it's, it's, it's not anime, but it it is, but it's, it's not. (laughs) And, and I, I think, look, the success of Demon Slayer, you're going to be seeing a lot of stuff like that. I think come out of the U S here really soon. Because they're going to be uh, yeah. scrambling. They, they, I think they see the writing on the wall in terms of what's in, and, and so I think you're going to see some changes. I, I, um, I would, I would weigh, wager that uh, Bell Dragon and Freckled Princess that you might even you might even see that get more screens now after D- Demon Slayer did did yes. so well. Um, and especially as as theaters are looking for something to put on screen, and they go, "Oh, this is the guy that did your name." Yeah, we'll we'll take it. You are not not your name. Your your name. Sorry, sorry. Um, freaking uh, um, uh, Summer Wars, Wolf, Wolf, uh, Wolf ch- Children. Um, you, you, ah, shit, guys. I'm sorry for those of you that might be new. I've got brain brain damage. <laughs> Well, a side note to that, uh, anyone listening uh, in the U.S., um, Gundam Hathaway, the movie, is getting a theatrical release in Japan yes. in about a week. It, could, you need to fill it in as many... It needs to go everywhere, please. Yes. I need it on U.S. screens. I need Somehow, it here. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, a- a- abs- abs- absolutely. Um, uh, uh, Osoda... Uh, Mamoru Hosoda, you know his his work. I know some people love things like Summer Wars. Didn't necessarily like uh, um, Girl Up Through Through Time. I'm a huge uh, uh, fan of his. Uh, uh, is it? I always mess up. Boy and the Beast or Beast and the Boy? I can't never fucking think it's Boy and the Beast. The order, but great movie, man, great. wasn't it? Um, yeah, I I think it could get a bit big bigger bigger release and we and i think the age of the the ghibli film festivals that that uh happen every every summer and 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 fall i think even that might see um an expand an expansion so let's talk a little bit about the current big resurgence funimation huge crunchy roll fucking huge seasonal anime over the last last five six years dude has just it's been something in, in america like i've i've never seen b- before all the thanks to to streaming and unfortunately th- thanks to my arch nemesis now that they they own both of the big producers uh attack on t- titan my hero academia like like you said both just b- m- massive hits but Dude, beyond that shit, look at what we talk about. Doctor Stone, man. What what's it like with the kids today? Today, they, they all watch anime <laughs> um, of some kind. One Punch Man, like as I was saying, the Tokyo Ghoul. They still rock those shirts. Hunter X Hunter. I mean, Hunter I don't know, dude. Kids wear those shirts. It's crazy. Oh, uh, and then they were they start wearing throwback stuff. You know, like Yu Yu Hakusho and and stuff like mm. that. 
Like th- those are those are normal things to see uh, on young people today. Um, like you said, my hero academia. That's a, that's a real big one. Everybody's into. Um, but yeah, no anime. Anime is thriving. JoJo, my God, JoJo <laughs> is a huge hit. They love it. Um, oh, it's so, so, so weird to see some so many people in. That's acceptance right there, ladies. That's how you when a show like JoJo can be be big in America. That's how you know the whole culture just shift, shifted. Well, and what's really cool for me is as a fan of you know, there's so much '80s nostalgia woven yes. into JoJo. So style, list the oh, styles and the music Scream and all Street Fighter, King of <laughs> Fighters, and 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 shit like that. You know, and so yeah, and so with you know music choices and um. The name characters names referring to different bands or you know dio yeah. i mean shit so so it's so cool that the kids are all into that and it's like yeah that's cool i'm a, yeah that's really neat um but yeah no anime anime it's it's not even what i would call a a, a subculture and it, it's just it's mainstream it's part it's, of the culture it's part of the culture it is completely mainstream now i see it everywhere Every, everywhere i'm I and I I couldn't be ha- and look there's a lot of what I wouldn't watch on on Crunchyroll and and Funimation but I'll I'll t- tell you what my I went and started a brand new uh my anime list because I couldn't get into my old old one and <laughs> um I still haven't gotten it fully uh updated for you know old old stuff and and um what I'm what I'm on on now but just the sheer amount of stuff I've watched in the last three or four months is in in insane. Catching up on things that I I had missed, finding new things, rewatching old old stuff. I'm it's like I'm twelve years old all over again, man. But now I'm you know thirty six. Oh my god, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm closer to 40 than I am 30 and that means I can I can watch more um I have access to more than I ever th- ever had at a at a blockbuster or ho- Hollywood video or even our our Hastings there where we went to high school at it is so cool to be getting back in into it right now isn't it yeah, I mean, you're watching so much. You're on a tear, man. <laughs> you you really are. You're watching so much anime, but it, yeah, it, it's cool. And like you said, what, what's insane is how easy it is to access now. Like that, uh, like thinking back to to you know, sixteen year old me. Like if I had this access, I, I would have oh, watched God. every show ever <laughs> that it was out at that time. Yeah, it was so hard to find. It, it was literally. Part of the hunt was part of the whole process of watching anime um, many years ago. So the fact that now it's just like, oh, what do you want to watch? <laughs> Whatever you want, you can watch it pretty easily. Um, Except the movies. Those are still difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I need um, I need that Gundam movie, Japan. Hathaway? Hathaway. <laughs> what, where's, what, which uh, world is that set in? Oh, that's UC. It is UC. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> what 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 time? This is after uh, Char's uh, okay passing. Oh wow! So what's that like? One forty something? One thirty something? I don't know the exact. I can find out though. Okay. Okay. 
because the uh the main series was what like 94 you see 94 when it started right or something like that i don't remember anyway anyways it's been so long since i watched the original i'm trying to finish my rewatch of wing uh um, he died in zero uh, 93 okay zero, he died in 1993 got it i was a few, few years off but anyways um uh yeah i'm trying to try to get through my uh wing rewatch and then i plan on uh going back to the ori- original series and i'm gonna go double o oh okay because I'm, t- I'm telling you man i i think you would really enjoy it yeah yeah, I mean, I've seen like a lot of the the filler in OVA and 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 films and things like that 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 are set uh, that that came out you know uh, either before or or after. But as far as like the the next big series uh, that seemed to be real real popular in in UC, I right. I haven't seen it yet. So Hathaway is twelve years after Shar. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so um. I, I guess I guess man I it's it's been a a f- fun con- conver- conversation looking at it at it all um and any other you know comments on on the 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 growth in the in the culture and and watching it never really you know, I I almost feel kind of odd with the title of you know the the rise and fall and and re-rise because when when you think about it, it was just more like a a a tide that it just has its cycles and it's never going you know the ocean's still there it's it doesn't leave it just sometimes you know dies down a little bit and sometimes comes back with a with a 30 foot you know uh (laughs) storm storm surge but it's it's fun man any 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 last comments on that uh just yeah like you said it never really went away went away it just sort of dropped back and like you said a lot of the mainstream like cartoon network stopped airing a lot of it and it just it just sort of faded a little bit, but like you said, it came back with a vengeance. And and another channel I used to watch it on. Real, this is my last thought. Um, Sci-Fi Channel. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember, but they would air like sometimes late at night, especially on the weekends. They would air anime, uh, films, and stuff. MTV and, too, with like Aeon yep. Flux and shit, trying to get into you know animation. Yeah. So so there. Yeah, I, I used Sci-Fi Channel was another. Another avenue for anime back in the day. Wow, crazy. Um, so far, just just for for shits and giggles, and like I said, I haven't finished updating. I'm still got shows and old things to to add. But ninety entries, <laughs> three thousand three hundred and fifty three episodes of stuff watched, including rewatches. Uh, sixty six completed, four on hold, two drops, eleven on the endless plan to watch and uh seven that that i am currently watching of which dr stone but by far i i don't give a fuck what anyone says that is that is not not just what really uh got me uh rehooked again in in 2019 uh and ask brian when i started talking about it in 2019 or early 2020 like it was my life and I was just, Brian, watch this fucking thing. Uh, let's let that be the the last bit since we do talk about Doctor Stone and and the Stone Wars. Or we hope episode ten will be out next week. We'll keep you guys posted at LRM underscore exclusive or, or at that Kyle Malone. But Brian, 
getting into a brand new show, I think Dr. Stone might be one of your, your first non Gundam shows in, in recent years. Uh, yeah. Where, where does that rank at? Oh, it, it's, it's, I think I said this recently to you. It's at the it's very high up. Um, it, it, we'll see how things play out the rest of this yeah. season and going into the next, like, I can't declare it, you know, better than Cowboy Bebop or anything at the moment. Um, that to me, that's one of those high bars. Um, but it's damn good, man. It is a damn fine show. What, what was it? Do you think it was time timing? Do you think it was that an- anime in particular, or what was it about Dr. Stone where you said, I can do because that's not the only new show you've watched yet, and it's not the last one uh, you're you're gonna it, gonna watch either. You know, it's weird because it it really was the premise, and, and I remember you kept telling me you were trying to ease me into it because you kept saying the first five, you know, you you might have to, it's a little different, and you may have to get through that before you know it really gets going. And I, mm-hmm. I told you I was like I was hooked in those ep- I loved those episodes. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it, it was just the premise was so unique and interesting, and and the characters were so well written. And like I said, everything that I was afraid it was going to do, it didn't do. And that, I, I kept being surprised by it because I was like, oh, here's that. It, you have certain character types that I that I don't like, and I was like, oh shit, here we go. We're we're gonna have that, and then they didn't do it. And and so as it kept going, it kept surprising me in that way. The premise kept getting more and more interesting. Um, I, I love the mystery of every episode trying to figure out, okay, what, what's he going to make? What's, you know, what's Sinku going to come up with this week? Mm-hmm. And, and then I also like the whole aspect of the two factions, you know, the idea of, you know, this group that's all about might and muscle. And I don't know, it, it spoke to me on different levels. I'm a big Conan fan. So maybe, uh, Sukasa reminds me of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Gin's a character that I'm really that into that kind of character. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. So it, 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 I don't know. It's just, it was one of those weird things where it just checked all these boxes for me and just worked. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you the, 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 the next one of course is, is Gridman. Like I said, uh, yes, that is, that is the next thing I'm going to watch. Today's Dinah Xenon was fucking fen- phenomenal. Oh, so that's running? Dinah Xenon is on now. It's, oh, um, I didn't know yep. that. Okay. Yep. The, 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 uh, thing you have to watch at, af, after, but um, you know, g- going into to our cl- closing here, a- Anime Versal is going to be continuing to to c- cover anime. We're we're coming up with plans for uh, uh what we're reviewing next. Uh, after D- Doctor Stone is done, we are going to talk about a classic series with FLCL. We're just going to talk about those six OG episodes and and review that that, but. Christine and I, I have been getting into some really questionable material, Brian. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. <laughs> but but tell tell me, is it is it not the questionable? And this is not the H word, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is not the H H word, but because I don't want to get no. demonetized yet. Uh, but it's it's questionable in a in a good way, isn't it, Brian? <laughs> I, like I said, I, I I am going to check it out. I've not yet, but uh, it, it the premise is is very intriguing. Um, there, have you seen Elfenlied? 
Yes. Okay. So <laughs> even within, you know, there's a show that has a lot of crazy sci-fi mm-hmm. gore, but also there's the side story. Yeah. <laughs> and the the shit that Kyle's into is very reminiscent of that side story uh, whoa, in Elf whoa, whoa, if you... <laughs> What do you mean by in, into? <laughs> Hold on. I'm into an anime. An, an animated show here, yes, Brian, yes. with, with a, an amazing, ta- talented voice acting ca- cast, a great uh, opening uh, 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 theme, and uh, it just happens to be about a dude that g- gets laid one night, and that chick is the y- younger sister of his teacher, and they're... The, those two girls, his mom is marrying his dad. I've what you, you do the math, audience, on how all, all those relationships <laughs> connect. Um, it, it's an interesting, but that's another cool thing about anime. Like being serious is like they can, you know, it, it's easy to experiment with these storylines and mm-hmm. do weird drama, and I don't, you know, it's storytelling at the end of yeah. the day. And as someone and, who's a fan of certain Cinemax shows like Warrior or Banshee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which has you know over the top adult yeah. content in them as well. Um, this you know this is no different than that. No, and so, at at the end of the day, day and we're talking about that. If you guys don't know, domestic g- girlfriend. Um, at the end of the day, when you when you get into the show, you'll you'll realize. Wait, first off, the, they're they're meeting in in high school. You know, they're they're already young young adult adults. So there's no familial relationship there i'm not sure how things are in in japan with like divorced and mixed families and and things like that but um in in the united states uh people that are like older when they they meet up it's it's different marriages are are different and and that familiar relationship is not a part of they try to make it a part of it but in reality, it's it's literally just a, a love love triangle drama mixed with um um an additional layer of of complication because of the the parents and the parents not wanting their relationship to affect the the, the kids. Basic basically. I'll be the judge of that, sir. <laughs> yeah, you can you can be the judge of that. But you... The next the next pile of fucking tr- trash after after that we've got for you is definitely way oh, no. way worse. Well, you, way you're... worse uh, that that one is way so yeah yeah uh look for what i'm i'm tentatively calling either anime versal uh guilty pleasures or anime versal after midnight or maybe even steal <laughs> up a tsunami and just go with the anime versal midnight run um so yeah let it, let me know what i sh- should do do in the in the comments below um yeah, guys, uh, like I said, lrmonline.com every day. All your entertainment news, needs, and opinions. I didn't say that on this show, but I say that on all my, my other shows, um, which you guys should check out on our YouTube channel. Hit that red, red subscribe button. Hit the bell so you can be notified whenever great content goes up. We got got uh, A-list celebrity interviews all the time. Uh, uh, all these great shows with Animeversal, Marvel Multiverse Mondays, the uh, the Daily Show, LR Mornings, and and what's coming up with the with the genreverse. And of course, go over to our podcast network wherever you get your podcast from. And yeah, uh, shares with some friends and family. Brian, where can other good, good people find you at else, elsewhere? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. The channel is Pulp Mythos, doing shows like Mayor of Easttown, which is a great show. 
and City on a Hill. So check it out. Yeah, Brian is is legitimately cultured, not in the joking way. So yeah, uh, ch- check him out. Give him a subscribe. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you to you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.